0: OpenAI and Sam Altman are making headlines again. So, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman has announced that he is, or has been in discussions, to raise seven trillion dollars to do his new chips startup um, and chips kind of uh, manufacturing plans. Now, all of this apparently is because he sees a future where we're going to we're going to be super short on chips. We're going to need way more than we currently have. But, like, to bring this into perspective, I believe $7 trillion is, like, 13% of the globe's GDP, okay? Like, the entire globe, every country in the world gave 13% of their GDP to him, though we'd have $7 trillion. This is an insane number. Jamie, what's your take on this?
1: I mean, it's not, it seems a little lofty to me, honestly. I, I, um, I talked about this in a previous podcast, but I feel like the average person having an AI-capable chip you know, in their phone is not a 100% necessary or even, you know, necessary at all really because we have the internet, you know, we have servers, we can talk to supercomputers and, and have to wait, you know, five seconds to get our results. I think generally most people are going to be happy with that. Um, you know, I don't see the, I, 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 maybe I'm acting like a dinosaur, but I don't really see that the, the real need, unless... You are you know a creator or a business person using AI a lot. Then you maybe want to upgrade your phone to get the AI chip. I just don't see it as something that everyone needs. But what are your thoughts?
0: Well, my first thought is that I saw a lot of memes on Twitter where it was like venture capitalists. And they're like, we love you, Sam. Like, ask us for anything and we'll give it to you. Like, what if you're raising, just let us know. Well, why are you the money? And he's like, how much are you raising? He's like, $7 trillion. And they're all <laughs> like tears running down their eyes. Like, like come on um so obviously i think that yeah the the number is astronomical it's insane i think uh if he could pull it off like kudos to him for being you know the trillionaire uh of the world i i don't i don't know if he's gonna be able to get the the seven trillion dollars i i also believe you could make some pretty amazing massive companies without seven trillion dollars like nvidia's entire market cap This is a well-established company. It's been around for a very long time. It is the number one company selling these AI chips that is completely bottlenecked and everyone wants them and will buy as many as they produce. Their entire market cap is like $1.8 trillion. So he's raising more money than like, you know, he's raising more than like three and a half um, NVIDIAs. And that's just like cash that could be used to build the company whose market cap could be like, 100x that or 10x that or whatever so it's like yeah i think it's i think it's a little bit insane um i'm sure he'll raise a lot of money and do an amazing chip company i don't know if he's gonna get i don't think it's possible and, and maybe i'm like the guys that yeah. all say elon Musk, uh you know doing tesla was impossible i don't think it's possible to raise seven trillion dollars
1: yeah and i mean at that point he would become in my mind kind of like the uh the villain like the super genius lex luther character i mean like yeah. You've already seen the videos. I'm sure most of you listening have seen the cobalt mines where it's like people with pickaxes digging through in these like terrible working conditions. Uh, you know, if if he has $7 trillion, you know, basically you're stopping at nothing at that point to get every last chunk of metal out of the earth that you need. And uh, I, I could see it easily turning into like a supervillain type situation. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, he, Elon Musk came pretty much... He can do whatever he wants. Uh, You know, fortunately, he hasn't done anything too heinous yet, at least that I know of. But uh, he could. And then, you know, how much more times wealth is this than even that? It's it's crazy. But
0: (laughs) yeah, wild. Absolutely wild. I think if you get a trillion dollars, if you get seven trillion dollars, you just automatically get entered into supervillain status. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is what I the reason I wanted to bring this up. Obviously, this is like big news. It's huge. He's talking to like Saudi Arabia's Southern Wealth Fund to try to get investments and like a a lot of governments, which is what's interesting to me. And I think pretty much what he wants to do is take Taiwan Semiconductor Company, um, who right now is like headquartered in Taiwan, who obviously has some geopolitical issues with China threatening to invade and take over the country. Well, I mean, they, they say they own them already. So there's obviously some big issues there. And so Taiwan Semiconductor Company is actually branching out and building manufacturing hubs other places for example here in arizona where i live there's a huge taiwan uh, semiconductor company manufacturing facility that they're building here we've had intel here for a long time but now they're building that because they i think essentially need to diversify their portfolio for the inevitable uh, chinese invasion that will probably happen soon I, I could say that like i hope it doesn't but uncontroversially i think it probably will so um so whenever that happens i think they're diversifying their portfolio now it looks like sam altman sees this opportunity of Taiwan Semiconductor Company needing to diversify a bit and is like, hey, let's partner up. We'll build these chip manufacturing fabs all over the world. And he's going to try to get government grants and money from governments to build this out and do this. Now, that's a really smart business strategy. Um, so there's a possibility he can make some big plays there. It'll, I'll be very curious to see how that goes. If he can manage to like navigate the regulatory environment of the world, I will be blown away working with that many governments and that much money. Um that would be wild. Absolutely <laughs> wild. Uh I mean, I, I just think it's funny when you have like, for example, a company like Adobe can't even acquire Figma without it getting shut down by a watchdog regulatory group in like the UK. And somehow that's blocking an American company from acquiring an American company. I'll be blown away if he can manage, you know, getting government money from all the governments of the world, $7 trillion in chips. Okay, the reason I brought this up, I, I know I was saying this earlier and I got sidetracked, is I think there are some amazing ways for you to make money off of this whole thing. $7 trillion is an unfathomably absurd amount of money. And what that signals to me is if we're willing to spend or someone is even thinking about spending and we're already, the, NVIDIA's got a $2 trillion market cap almost, but if they're looking to, to raise $7 trillion, Chips is a freaking hot area that will, I think, be bloated, bubblish. Prices will be huge. They're already very at a huge premium, so I think there's a ton of money there. Off the, t- I have a couple ideas, but I'd be curious off the top of your head, Jamie, how could the average person listening to this today, how could they benefit or make money from this ecosystem and so much money being dumped into chips?
1: Oh man, uh, you know, honestly, I was hoping to hear what you have to say. Cause I don't really, I mean, <laughs> the only thing, uh, you know, I could think of would be trying to invest in some of these, um, these metals, um, that they're trying to mine. Um, I, I don't know, man, what, what do you okay. got? That, that's a good, that's a
0: great idea. A completely different direction than I was thinking of. Um, as you know, I'm not like a massive, uh, stock market investor. That's not my like strength. My strength is content, And I think there are some huge content opportunities. Right now, of course, last year in February, it's been about a year now since I started the AI chat podcast, my main podcast. And I had over, um, you know, 2 million listens on the episodes of that podcast. Tons of, it has brought me like so much, uh, so much. It's been amazing. So, and that was because AI was so hot. Everyone was talking about it. Um, You can get AI sponsors. You can get like, you can make money from all sorts of different courses, all sorts of different things you can make money from. Um, in that field, and I saw lots of my friends making. I had someone that made like twenty-five grand from a sponsorship that Adobe did with him to make two TikToks on his AI TikTok channel that he started last Dang, year. So that's insane, wild, yeah, wild stuff. I think we're gonna see this one way or another with chips, and I think there's a huge opportunity for people to create blogs, to create TikTok accounts, to create podcasts, any sort of uh, media content that talks about, like, the best type of chips, how to use chips, how to train chips, how to buy chips, how to source them, like, comparing this chip versus that chip from this company versus that company. Like, it's its its own industry and niche. And I think there's so much opportunity. Like, if trillions of dollars are being spent there, there's so much opportunity to make money. And the reason that... I I know that this is... Probably uh, people will criticize me or say, like, I don't know, this is dumb or whatever, but this is my opinion. When you... uh, I remember... My background's in marketing, and I remember taking some sort of marketing or advertising course or something in college. And I just there's this case study that always stood out to me that was like, they said if you go to buy a product, like let's say a camera from Amazon, they'll always offer you upsells, um, like oh buy a tripod and a camera case and like lens protectors and an extra lens or whatever. They'll always sell you, try to sell you upsells that are worth thirty percent the value of the original product, like. More than 30% is probably too much, but 30% seem to be a sweet spot. Like, if you spend $1,000 on a camera, you're probably willing to spend $300 on, like, protective gear and tripods and, like, different, like, accessories for your camera, right? And anything more than that, it's, like, it's too much. You're like, I don't want to spend half the price. So, this is actually played out in real time. One other example is with the iPhone. Um, I have an, I have apps, right, Android and iOS apps, and I make way more money from iPhone users than from Android. And I think a big part of that is because if you are willing to spend 1000 or $1,500 on your phone, you will theoretically spend 30% of that on accessories and apps and like supplemental things for the phone. And so if you're going to go spend like, you know, $400 on an Android that's cheap, you're, you're, you're going to spend a fraction of that on the apps and accessories. If you're going to spend $1,500 on an iPhone, you're going to spend, you know, four or five times as much on the accessories. And so I actually saw that play out with my app Self-Pause. Uh, that I created, the number one AI life coach. I make like maybe a third of the money on Android and two thirds on iOS. And I have the exact same marketing, like nothing has changed between the two platforms. So all that to say, if we're going to look at spending $7 trillion on these chips, there is a percentage of that that is going to be spent on education and um, employees and like the supplementary stuff to the physical product of a chip
1: that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I, yeah, that's interesting. Cause like when I, when it comes to buying Apple products, for example, uh, because of my background in video editing, I I do, you know, when it's the option between the i5 or the i7 chip, I choose, you know, the i7 and I'm willing to pay that money because of the speed and time it saves me. So I think the challenge is to be to, how do you educate the consumer? Uh, you know, the value in these chips, you know, what are they actually providing, you know, Kind of like back to the the talk about, like, does everyone really need an AI-capable uh, chip in their phone? Like, what are the use cases for it? So uh, I think that's going to be the challenge um, for these companies, you know, to get to get the demand up for their, their supply. Like, if he wants to mine, <laughs> if he wants to spend $7 trillion, you know, uh, mining stuff, what is the actual uh use case and like like does everyone need one in their pocket you know
0: yes okay i think that you bring up an amazing point and i think maybe this is the 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 difference in some like the perspectives of like our points we're making there's the question of why does he need seven trillion dollars to make all these chips like why does he need all these chips one thing that a lot of people are saying is like every computer needs to be an ai computer and every phone needs to be an ai phone and you're like is that necessary i agree with you i don't know if that's necessary The other argument that I've also seen people making on uh, posting about on X is that they're saying maybe they have some major breakthroughs in AI over open AI with like GPT-5 and its capabilities or 6 and 7 and what they're looking at on the roadmap, that they're seeing a world where not just to have it on your phone or your computer, but like just in the data centers alone in order to compute at these like insane levels of AI, that they need all of these chips to be able to do that. And that's going to make like the AI super genius intelligent smart and it's going to power all of the tesla humanoid robots that roam the streets uh and are your housekeeper in <laughs> your house like the, all the insanity they're planning so that's uh, that's that's where i think like maybe they're going with this because obviously yeah. he has all the insider information of what open ai is developing and so i think no you know this is just my own opinion random hunch i think they've made some big breakthroughs in open ai and they're like we could do this insanely capable ai but we need way more chips and way more uh, energy because he's also investing in a lot of like nuclear fission startups and stuff so that's that's where i think it might be coming from but any way you want to cut it when that much money is flowing through an ecosystem i think there's a lot of money that can be made not just to consumers but like to to businesses so like why your company needs to use the latest h100 from nvidia to train a model off of your data to do like everyone needs their own ai model right like
1: Yeah, that's a good point that I hadn't considered that like, yeah, like a data center or a big company, they're gonna have to have like a massive, insane supercomputer to to be able to service all the the people who do want to use and access AI. So yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's anyways, it's gonna be insane. I think there's gonna be
0: so many opportunities for money. Of course, I we can come up with like random things we think of off the top of our head. But at the end of the day, really, what I think our like big takeaway from this, we're trying to pass on to everyone is like, there is a ton of money going into this industry. Like, keep your eyes open. Look for opportunities. Whether that's investing in the metals that are being used for this, do your own research. Whether that's investing or putting time into building out content in within this space. There's a lot of money, and uh, you know, keep your eyes open because when a lot of money like this is being raised, moved, spent, um, there's a lot that can be made in the process as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's just another signal that AI is the future, and. Um, Whether or not you are investing in the technology itself or using it, um, there's a lot of money to be made. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you found this valuable or informative or interesting at all, uh, please take the time to review us over uh, on Apple or wherever you get your your podcast. We really appreciate it, and thanks for listening.